Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. You are listening to That Movie List Podcast. I am your host, the man of many podcasts, Ben White. And joining me is a man who just can't keep shtum about how much he loves movie mums. It's Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm very good, thank you. I, I do love a mum. You do, you do love a mum? I, um, I do. In fact, you love a couple of mums that I'm aware of. <laughs> a couple? Wow. Well, you love, you love your <laughs> own mum. You All right, okay. Yeah. Who's a mum? That's a good recovery. I was, I was being serious. <laughs> I wasn't even taking the mic. I was being, I was being sincere. Um, good one. So our timing's all over the place because we plan this for Mother's Day, but because we release episodes every two weeks, the Mother's Day weekend is actually one of the weekends we don't release episodes. So that's not worked out brilliantly. Um, but you know, it's still, it, you know, we're here for the mums. Movie mums are, are timeless. So, that, uh, top five movie of the mums. It's here for, your, it's here for our US listeners. Because uh, the US celebrate Mother's Day on a different day to the, the UK. They do. I mean, I don't so, know when yeah. that day is or whether it's going to fit with us, but... It's in the future. Yeah. Or the past, so, depending on when you're listening to this. That's true. That's true. Timeless. It's timeless. Wow. Okay, then. Um, so, top five movie mums to, to link with Mother's Day and just because why not? Um, how did you find putting this list together, David? I've just realised you met. You said mums. You tried this joke before. You tried this joke before, all right? And it didn't work the last time you tried it. I ignored it, okay? When you said, oh, I've got my list for top five movie dads, Ben. Um, we did this specifically for Mother's Day. You must be... I, so it doesn't even work. No, my, my, my five-year-old character's in Sister Act. <laughs> So you've you've gone top five movie nuns. Uh, what rookie error, rookie mistake. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I will believe you if you can name me five characters from the movie system. Don't you start. I can see you. I'm <laughs> we can friggin' hear the typing. How dare you? Ah, fine. <laughs> but listen out because that is a great idea for a future episode top five movie <laughs> it's news. really uh, not next week <laughs> it's really not <laughs> i think you've got the nun Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> lauren hill i don't even think lauren hill's a, a nun in sister act two and nuns on the run which are the two uh i don't know mel smith or someone i can't remember who's in nuns on the run we've we've you've derailed me <laughs> take long did it ah uh, good um, how do you come to a conclusion for a top movie mum? I've gone for in in staying and branded the podcast. I've gone for quite sincere sort of reasoning for my my movie mums. Um, yeah, I, I've gone for genuinely top movie mums. How about you? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. General. No, not the same. Ooh, right, I don't okay. feel the same whatsoever. I mean, I rate all these mums. I think all these mums are like, yes, sincere, great movie mums. 
but uh, social services might have a conversation about a couple of them. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So, I can see where you're going with this. Um, <laughs> how many of these do you think we've got the same? Based on that, I'm going to say one. See, I thought we'd have more before you said that. So I thought, shoo-in, I thought we'd have three the same. Interesting. Okay. So did your good lady wife tell you any of these mums, suggest any mums? Uh, she came up with one. Um, did it make which, your list? Which, it did make my list. It did make my list, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, Ben, I... I think I speak for for all of the listeners when I, I say that it's not it's not a laughing matter. Being a mum is a hard job, and I think if you're um, downplaying it or degrading it by picking as um, your top five movie mums, your top five role models um, in this category, if you're if you're if you're going for um, if you're going for uh, screen screen shockers or um, sort of just stereotypes then i i think everyone will be disappointed in you if your if your wife in the room no but she'll probably be listening <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's get started then I, I i think i should probably go first yeah you go first you go first now my number five for for, for top five movie mums you might it might not fit the category you just talked about since you know i think sincere she definitely cares about her son but she, she does have a fatal flaw in her role as a mum okay i've gone for and i don't know her actual name because i don't think we ever really find it i've gone for kevin's mum in home alone brilliant yeah top movie mum well yeah she is now bear with me okay yes she leaves her kid alone, she loses her kid twice, okay? But yeah. in her defense, in the first movie, the first time she does it, um, there's a lot of kids at her house. I mean, her house is chaos. It's mental. The power goes out. Kevin's in the loft. Some kid suspiciously dressed just like her son gets on the minibus that's taking them all to the airport, and she gets told all the kids are here. Yes, she should probably double check, but she is told they're all there. That's true. And her instinct tells her her son's not with her. Eventually. Yeah, a moment. Kevin, eventually, yeah, but that <laughs> instinct tells you. And and then she she travels. She doesn't wait for a plane, a connecting flight back to where she needs to be. She she makes her own way across the American country to get home to make sure that her son is okay. She, she, in, she endures a van ride with John Candy to make sure that she can get home. Absolutely. And then the second movie is um, indefensible. So um, <laughs> the first one, Kevin's mum in Home Alone. And, you know, she knows, yeah. she knows about us, you know. I, yeah, I mean, for me, top five movie mum. Just doesn't have any friends or relatives in the local area. Not at all. They all leave. No they work all leave. colleagues. They all go for Christmas. They all leave. Yeah. That's 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 why the wet bandits are there robbing the robbing the houses. Yeah, and all of all of the children's uh, friends and the parents uh, of their, their the kids' friends at school, all of them. Now the whole whole town's deserted. Kevin's dad 
is loaded. Yes. He pays for the whole holiday. You telling me that Kevin McAllister is not going to boarding school? Uh, that's fair. That's I mean, fair. He ain't, he's not a public school kid. And look, I mean, to be fair, but the guy, the, how intelligent is Kevin McAllister while being bratty? That is a boarding school kid. Not all those kids went to boarding school. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. All, <laughs> the, all, the, one that, the one that wet the bed and all the rest of it. No, there, there, there's, there is a rough side of the McAllister family and a posh side of the McAllister family. In there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. There is one fatal flaw that I always find with a Home Alone movie that drives me mad, though. Wrong. Just to undermine a little bit of what Kevin McAllister's mum do- does. She travels cross-country, right? And, the, and the, there's that heartfelt moment where she, you know, Kevin wishes, I want to have my family back, and her mum appears his mum appears, sorry, and you know, they have that heartfelt moment where they're hugging and, oh, mum, I'm so sorry, oh, it'll never happen again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then the rest of the family rock up 10 minutes later. Yeah. yeah. So, her her journey, her heartfelt, rough journey she makes across country is no quicker than if she just waited for a connecting flight. But, in fairness, how guilty would you have felt if he'd have stuck his hand in a blender 10 minutes before they all arrived. <laughs> it's a very different film. It's a very different <laughs> film. That would, have, that would have put the whole Christmas good feeling, wouldn't it? It would, would wouldn't make it? Make yeah. himself a, last, a victory smoothie for having destroyed the wet bandits. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Right. You're number five, Dave. Good. So my number five, wholesome is the word I think I'd use for this. Um, right. I've gone for a mum from the Harry Potter world. Okay. I've gone for Mrs. Weasley. Nice choice. Julie Walters. And basically just because she's a really nice lady. She takes takes Harry under a wing and looks after him. And um, she's, she's very protective over her kids as well. Um, she, But at the same time, you see her being a... a general day-to-day mom as well you see a wielding a wand and you see a wielding the washing i don't know <laughs> i don't know where i was going was, with that one i had a lot of time for that though wielding the wand yeah. and the washing i have a lot yeah. of time that was that was that was good that worked bit of alliteration for you there but yeah the um she's she does it all she does it all she fights for her kids she is a mom to her kids and she's has a, a little disciplinarian um time as well she's she's clearly clearly a a good mom and she gets to be that doesn't she like kick ass as well in the last films and she, she in like the yeah. big battles and stuff and she gets proper in there and but you're right there's a when you're watching it there's a bit of um comfort when she's a, like there's that little oh they're safe that's you it. know it's that there's, they're, they're the nice scenes where you know a guy with no nose ain't trying to kill loads of school kids so that's it. yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's a great that's a good that's a solid choice i think that 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 sort of that safety that's a that's a good that's a good good way of looking at it i think that's a that's sort of what a, what a mum provides yeah and the, and like the weasleys are not a rich family either so there's that mm. idea of like make do amend and and hand me downs and all the rest of that stuff that's proper familiar for lots of families and things so yeah I, that really works as part of that too so very good choice good okay right you're number four i don't think my number my my four is more of a wholesome mum but also okay, a bit good. of a kick-ass mum i don't think they'll make your list though because you don't i don't know if you rate this movie 
I've gone for Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Yes, Elastigirl is also my number four. Is she? Yeah, that's the one. I, oh, that's nice. one. Uh, that's the one uh, my wife suggested, and that's the one that. Uh, yeah, that's the number four. I don't um, want a movie, but she's a good mom. She's a great mom. Yeah. There's like. She's in that first film, like the the I love the mum I love the mumsy bit she does. So like she's mm. being all last a girl while, like you said, sorting the washing out, making sure the baby's okay, doing all that stuff, making sure kids get to school. That whole scene where they're all sat round as a family and they're all like the kids bombing round and round and they're fighting and arguing with each other and all the rest of that stuff yeah. is really cool. But then when she gets to be a proper superhero and she's like rescuing her kids and turning into a boat and the whole bit where the plane explodes and she's saving them all and everything. There's yeah. some proper good, the family stuff in that film is what makes that movie brilliant. I, I love yeah. The Incredibles. It's a great superhero film. And part of it is because it's like proper parents looking after their kids and she comes across brilliantly in that as well. It's just, it works really well. And it's a yeah. good, you know, it's a good against the fact that Mr. Incredible's not a great dad. Like, he's reckless. Like, he is like, ah, screw my family, I'm going to be a superhero. But yeah. she's, you know, brilliant in that respect. So, she succeeds yeah. in both both respects, doesn't she? And she holds holds the whole family together as well. So, yeah, uh, I agree. I think she's uh, she's a, a good pick. Um, and it's nice seeing... It's nice seeing the mom being the the literal hero as well. There's, uh, there's, a, there's probably a bit of messaging in there somewhere as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it's good. Right. All right, you're number three. You're yeah, we three go. Now. Completely different for my number three, though. <laughs> my number three is in my top five list because she's an iconic mum. She's a mum that meant a lot to a generation of people. And she's changed the landscape of language forever yeah she made your list no no it was the first one that came to mind though i couldn't not have her in here my top three movie mum is stifler's mum from american pie yeah it's it's a good shout it's a good you shout. Know, she lets her son get drunk lets her have lets him have ridiculous i mean to be honest with you stiff she's a terrible She's actually a terrible one because Stifler is an arse, isn't he? I mean, Stifler's yeah. not a nice guy. No. And that's clearly from having a mum that's checked out. But, you know, she lets, her, she lets the kids just get away with anything. She's, yeah. you know, very um, lenient with parties and stuff like that, which as a teenager, when I was watching American Pie, probably a bit more before I was a teenager, to be honest with you, I'm sure when American oh, yeah. Pie came out. I thought that was great. thought, yeah. oh, this is what mums are all about. And then, of course, she's a very attractive lady and gave the world that well-known uh, acronym MILF. Absolutely. And, you know, iconic mum. Yeah. Yeah, well, there, so, yeah, there's not many, there's not many movie mums where you can say that they created, they created, created their own phrase. Popular term, weird, popular culture. Yeah. Because that's where it came from. It's kind yeah. of like when kids use the phrase Stan, like for being a super fan of something, but don't mm. understand that that originated from the Eminem song. Like genuinely people don't understand that that's where that's come from. I think this is the same. 
people oh, won't and then even it'll even kind of feed into itself where you'll see the film and that phrase will be used and you won't realize that's the first time this phrase is used no it's in fact this, this could have been one of the uh one of the cultural things that we did from our one of the previous pods couldn't it the top five top five what was it what was the it was top, top five, five top five um mo- top five pop culture references that have like kind of gone beyond their movie that was it yeah that you're right it. actually this should this this could have easily been in the top five for that couldn't it it, it should have been i think that's a glaring omission the fact it wasn't really <laughs> it absolutely is to be fair <laughs> um so yeah so i've gone stiffless mum and she keeps coming back she's in every single uh movie she's always there Always well, she's not. An impact. She's not got a difficult role in that. She, she doesn't do a lot of heavy lifting. In fairness, I think no. in the in the first one, she's she's barely in it. Is she only in it for like two scenes or something? Something but like she gets referenced she all the time. Makes an impact. She makes yeah. an impact, Dave. And you know, yeah, she and she's does. there for the second. She's supportive in the second as well, and just as supportive in the third. Absolutely, absolutely. I think she helps with the character's self-esteem in the first movie, and that's something mums should do more. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with the sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move quickly on to your number three. So my number three, um, I, I mean, I, I don't know how to segue this. So I've, I've gone for Fantine from Les Mis. <laughs> right, we got a bit of trouble here. I can't help <laughs> whatsoever. I have never seen Les Mis. I don't know uh, anything about it. You need to see it. So, so basically Fantine is, she gets, um, gets pregnant through uh, by uh, a rich kid that uh, doesn't have any, want anything to do with her or the baby. Um, and she ends up in a, in a workhouse, in a factory, and then sort of, spoilers, she ends up um, basically selling anything and everything, body, mind, soul, um, and giving it all to just to, um, gives away a child uh, that, sends all of the money that she makes to the foster carers effectively of a child and yeah she's uh she gives up everything for a child and lives a pretty crappy life um and then that's it, isn't it? that's a pity yeah. of mum isn't it that's it that's it this so film, this film sounds a bit i thought it was a i thought it was a musical it, i thought it, it was up a, there with hairspray and west side story it's not less happy. <laughs> oh, miserable, miserable. That's oh, it. Miserable. The miserable. I forgot. You oh, don't speak French, do I don't you? Speak That's... French. No, I don't speak French. I get it now. God, oh, wow. Well, I'm glad I knew that before I went in. There Jeez. you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so, yeah. brutal. It is pretty brutal. Yeah, and um, she's the I dream dream. Yeah. Um, character and yeah, again. I can get away with it because there's been plenty of uh, Les Mis movies, but uh, yeah, I uh, I think solid mom. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's it's absolutely made me look a Burke for picking Stifler's mom. But oh, bro. like, I mean, I am yeah for 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 a giggle. There we go. The other thing yeah. I'm thinking is this is a woman who gave up everything for her child, gave her child yeah. away to make sure it had a better life, and then gave you know all that other stuff. Yeah. So your one and two must be amazing mums. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I think legitimately, legitimately above. Okay, fair enough then. <laughs> well, and, and in fairness, yours too. I mean, 
your one and two must beat Stifler's mum. And I think it's sincerely, it's tricky. It's difficult. It's difficult. Um, oh, my number two, though, it's gone Go again. We've approached these lists in very different directions. I've gone <laughs> as my number two movie mum just because of the wide impact she has on not just her son's life, but the film itself. I've gone for Norma Bates from the film Psycho. <laughs> we have gone down very different routes with our list, haven't we? Now, yeah, that's this, fair. Norma this Bates. Is a woman, this is a woman who, for the... I mean, I say spoilers for Psycho. If you don't know the ending of Psycho, my word. You stumbled across a, a movie podcast. Anyway, um, Norma Bates. I didn't even realise her name was Norma. That's trippy from the beginning. Yeah, I don't think I remember that either. Her name, so she called her son Norman mm. after her name being Norma. Now, I think that's something that's been added afterwards. Well, no, because her, her father was called Norm. And they basically just add, add a letter each time. So if, if, if Norman Bates had had a son or a daughter, they would be called like Normain or Normans. Or yeah, Normain is probably better, yeah. Normain, yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to add a letter and work out what it was going to do with the name. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I felt very sorry for... <laughs> it was obviously the great-great-grandfather <laughs> of Norman. I don't know. But the, what they did with that is... the. His middle name is Orman. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. So, Norma Bates has a massive impact on this movie, has a massive impact on her son, so much so that he just can't... She must be an amazing mum, right? Because it's not many people that, you know, adults, that lose their mum, but are so attached to them because they are so incredible as a mum that they are willing to dress up and pretend to be them for half their life. Absolutely. And, and in fairness, it, she raised a son that ra that managed to run a successful business. You know what? I mean, I'll tell you what, there's one, you know, as much as you might complain about the murder, you didn't complain about the sheets, did you? Do you know what I mean? The, those towels <laughs> are always fresh. Absolutely. You know no one, Absolutely. you know, on, on TripAdvisor, it might be, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a peephole in the shower, but I tell you what, there was a mint on the pillow and I got a lot of time for that. <laughs> So. On the mint on the pillow. <laughs> Psycho. Uh, uh, so you know, I think Norma Bates, she's up there. Uh, I haven't written. I haven't. Sorry, my daughter hasn't written her Mother's Day card yet, and that that could make it into the Mother's Day card. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. You're number two. Day. all right okay again segue is difficult with this one um <laughs> i've gone for mrs gump ah oh, solid um again just start of the film she's constantly looking out sticking up for her son um she's sort of doing doing the best by him really he, he seems to have had a fairly it seems to have had a solid upbringing, well brought up, sort of, he's been taught the life lessons, been taught right from wrong. And yeah, I think she's, she did a stand up job with, uh, with Forrest in what was a clearly a difficult time to, uh, to 
have a son with with uh, learning difficulties. It's the wholesome message she gives him as well. There's something yeah. in that, you know, that as much as it's like really quoted, the box of chocolates line and stuff, that line alone, brilliant, really solid. But then there's loads of other things in there. You know, mummy says stupid is as stupid does and all the rest of that stuff. That's just, you're right. Yeah. He, you know, there's something in the fact that Forrest Gump is a proper naive, but dead wholesome salt of the earth character. And yeah. that's absolutely in, in, in that upbringing in that character of the mum. So that's, that's yeah brilliant the, choice the way that he looks out for jenny as well is clearly as a result of his upbringing and he's yeah he, he's he's a nice guy and he's a wonderful reflection on his mom yeah. just like norman and norma bates as your oh. number two pick absolutely <laughs> stifler and stifler's mom <laughs> the yeah. impact mums have on their children <laughs> yes we are yes we are <laughs> <laughs> so there you go there's my number two i haven't got a lot a great deal more to say about it so it's just top mom top moms boxing fans you don't want dull stats you don't want so-called experts you want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans you want from the canvas a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates but don't have to because we have from the canvas download or stream wherever you get your podcasts Right. What's your number one? What's what's reached the summit of your mums? I thought you'd have this in your list. You might do. It might be your number one. For me, this is the ultimate movie mum. Okay. I've gone for Sarah Connor from the Terminator movies. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. I mean, again, different sort of mum. But this, I mean, this woman... What I love about Sarah Connor from, the, from, from these films is the fact that in the first Terminator movie, she's just some waitress and she's not ready for what's going to happen to her and she's not ready to be hunted by a cyborg and have... Her Who is? Who, who can say is? I feel like I'm more prepared after watching the movies. <laughs> you know, I, 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 feel, I feel more prepared than Sarah Connor was. I mean, the hair alone. And, you know, she's... Then the second one... She's a proper, like, does anything for her son. You know, she's, she's, she's dedicated her life so much to making sure that her son's going to be protected, that she's yeah. even found herself committed. And, you know, um, then when she does get out, she's, you know, she's turned herself into a warrior. She's turned herself into a soldier to make sure that her son is prepared for leading the human resistance against the uh, machines. That's yeah. a mum. That's someone who's given up her life. Could have, been, could have had it easy. Yeah, John's going to grow up and, and lead the rebellion. But at the moment, I think I'm going to stick being a diner and a waitress and we're just going to have some nice chill Saturday <laughs> nights in front of the telly. No, he's going to be a soldier. He's building up that fight. So uh, Sarah Connor from the Terminator movies is my number one movie mum. It's not bad, actually. You have to, your, son, your son saves the world. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's when you know you've done a good job. Yeah. That's fine. And, and only then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not setting a bar too high, but yeah. When you... No. You, all you mothers out there, you've got a lot to live up for. Look to... I mean, he gets told his mum's going to be... He gets, she gets told this. I always think she gets told, yeah, your, your son's going to be the one that leads the resistance and stops the machines. Yeah. But they still send the Terminator back to kill him. Like, mm. yeah, he hasn't succeeded because there's still Terminators around... 
to be sent back to, you know, he's done three quarters of the job. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Which... she needs to work on completing things. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Finish the jobs you're doing. You procrastinate a little bit, John, and that's, 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 that's going to be an issue in the future. Uh, that, that's why Art is here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't also pick. She doesn't pick great father figures either. But that's just yeah. <laughs> hey, in fantasy, always comes back. Hey, all hey. right, we're not going to beat. We're not going to top that. So your number one, Dave. Someone who my beats, number one. Someone who beats the, the 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 woman from Les. I can't remember her name from Les Mis. No. Norma Bates, Sarah Connor, who raised the savior of our race. You've picked. I've gone for. The mom from A Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And just so for the, if you've not seen the film, like, I, I know it's, it's not, it's one of those films that seems to have grown over the years. I think more yeah. people have seen it now than they perhaps had when it was out of the, the cinemas. But it's basically about uh, a load of blind monsters run rule the earth but they have very acute hearing so everyone's got to stay quiet and the mom in this film Emily Blunt is it? It is Emily Blunt, it might be Emily Blunt. she um, for the bulk of the film or the, the main sort of crux of the film she's pregnant and she has to give birth in silence with one of these monsters roaming around the house. And she gives birth in a bathtub. And on her that own. whole, on her own, in silence, and that whole traumatic move, because she starts off in the basement and she creeps up the stairs to go into the bathroom and steps on a nail on the stairs. I read, I read the synopsis about this. She steps on the nail, has to stay silent while in labor. And then basically has to try and keep this brand new newborn child quiet and safe while there's these horrible monsters running around. And I think she, she doesn't have the longevity of being a great mom, like some of the others in the other films. But just for that little scene alone, I think it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that is it. That's, that's, that's the ultimate thing you've got to do as a mum, isn't it? That's, that's it. And then you, you add to that the fact that, I mean, I mean, massive spoilers for A Quiet Place, okay? So if you haven't seen it, skip ahead. Massive yeah. spoilers for A Quiet Place. So I'll give you a second. She's now on her own with with her whole family, and that's going to be a big part of the second film. Huge yeah. part of the second movie will be the fact that she's got to do this all by herself with a newborn baby and everything else. I mean, that's what makes it so interesting is these little things like, how the hell do you keep that baby quiet? Like, yeah. how, how on earth, when it's the one thing you cannot do is keep a baby quiet, how are they going to do it? And it just makes it so interesting. And, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Top top movie mum, too right. There you go. I I think we've, we've got two genuinely good lists there. That yeah, but for like very way, different ways. Very different. I like the way we've approached it. Completely different things. But there's no one. All right, 
Stifler's mum's an outlier. But we're all, you know, they're all iconic. They're all proper, you know, I'd say, but say they're all they're all mums you'd be proud to call your own. But I, I'm not sure about Norma Bates, and I couldn't <laughs> handle the pressure of Sarah Connor as my mum. I, I think that would wind. I, that'd be. Oh, give us. A, I just want to play some PlayStation. Give us a. This is how you load yeah. a gun. All right, but we did this yesterday. It's not that interesting, and you won't let us have any, you know, machines in the house. It's weird. Um, <laughs> Everyone else has got the internet. Why can't I have the internet? <laughs> Uh, right then, so top five movie mums is done. Yeah, and one match. Yeah, exactly like you predicted. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I only call those out when I get it right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Right then. Right. It's I hope it's time. your quiz. Oh, it's quiz time. It is my quiz. Oh, good. Now, I've I've put work in. I've Excellent. come up with an idea here. All right, I'm very proud of it. It's probably not the most difficult quiz in the world, but I'm very proud of this quiz. It's the mother of mother, all ideas. It's they are like you wouldn't believe. It's Mother's Day um, around the time this podcast is released, or we released it around Mother's Day anyway. Or people will be listening to this whenever, and it's traditional that you send your mother a card at Mother's Day. Is. So what I've done is I've created the quiz, Dear Mum. These are cards written by movie characters, and you've just got to tell me who's the movie character that's written the card to their mum. That's amazing. There's seven of them. They may be not that difficult. It's probably more fun in the in in the in the delivery than it is in the actual guessing. <laughs> but we'll see how many you get. That's brilliant. What a great idea. So right, number one. Okay. Dear, dear mum, sorry I crashed the Honda. I didn't expect it to go so fast. I didn't realise you'd be so furious. Forgive me. Love. Didn't mean to crash the Honda. I didn't think it was so fast. I'll say it again. It's it's gotta be it's gotta be someone from Fast and Furious. Oh, but is it Vin Diesel? It is Vin Diesel. Do you remember his name? Oh. Um um Tony? No, Dominic. Dom. Dominic. Tony. <laughs> that would undercut Vin Diesel massively in <laughs> that, wouldn't it? Go on, Tony. Go, go. Oh, I can't believe Tony's done it again. I love um, it. Yeah, sorry I crashed the Honda. I didn't expect it to go so fast. Didn't realise you'd be so furious. Forgive me, love Dominic Toretto. Uh, brilliant. And that car brilliant. the big big Honda car he crashed. Uh which I didn't realise was a Honda. I was a bit disappointed. No. I was expecting to say like a something really impressive, but no, it was it was a Honda. Dear Mum, me and Dad will miss Mother's Day this year. We're going on our final crusade. Holy smokes! It's more dangerous than a raid in Indiana. See, now these are quite subtle. These aren't they? <laughs> I was, there was a fine balance. There was a fine balance. Like I said, it's not the hardest quiz in the world. It's more in the delivery. <laughs> is this is this Indiana Jones? Might be, might be a little bit Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's very difficult to try and you know. 
Because at some point, I could do like, you know, this is this is what Indiana Jones said to his mum, but it'd be like, happy Mother's Day, mum. Uh, hope you're okay. I'll be back soon. Probably a little hope, bit more difficult. I hope that's the last one. If you didn't think that was subtle, you're going to love this one. Dear mum, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss dad. When that stampede came, he just didn't move faster enough to get away. I promise, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Love. Love. Love Simba, who seems very comfortable with his dad's death by making puns in his Mother's Day card to mom. He's just trying to like, trying to like him in the mood. It's been a few years. I, I like to use his first Mother's Day card back. He's testing the water. <laughs> Oh, great. This one might be a bit trickier. This one might be a little bit trickier. Dear Mum, even though we don't really talk anymore, I still stood in the queue for this card. Thought it would cost a lot of money, but it was only a penny. Worth it because we have our special bond. Very good. I'm going I'm to suggest that's James Bond. It is James Bond. And there's some nice little references in there. That was good. Yeah. These I really took. I these were harder than I thought, and I really took some time over them. I was really proud. Of it. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, this is pretty good. Seven. These feel like they should be. Um, they feel like there should be novelty Mother's Day cards. They do, don't they? You should. This should be the front Cop- cover of a novelty Mother's copyright. Day card. Yeah, copyright. too right. Copyright. Like, don't don't. don't you know, card companies. I'm not doing <laughs> it. Dear mum, this is number five. Wanted to take this might be a little bit more harder. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave off the last line to see if you get it, and then the last line gives it away. But I'm gonna leave off the last line to see if you get it. Okay. Dear Mum, wanted to take some time to say happy Mother's Day. Sometimes it feels like we're so close, it's like we knew each other back when you were at school. Is this is this Martin McFly? Nice! Yes! I, I, my last line was doesn't time McFly, but I thought that's going to that's gonna take it away a little bit too much. But yeah, it's Martin McFly. Well done! Sorry for kissing you. Yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to go that, I didn't want to particularly go that far. There was, this one was like, how how creepy do I make this? But, yeah. You are a great kisser. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Dear Mum, I wanted to write you a card to go with a box of chocolates. I know you've always done so much for me that I don't appreciate. It's like I can't see the trees for the... Is this Tiger Woods? Yes. <laughs> the trees for the Tiger Woods. Absolutely. Oh, it's Forest. It's Forest Gump. Ah, oh, I like that. And the last one. We'll see if they can get this one. Dear Mum. Sorry I've not been around more, but I've been busy preparing for my big fight. I take these things seriously. I don't monkey around. I should call more, though. If I'm the king, then you are the queen. Mm. Sorry I've not been around more. Is this from King Kong? It is from King Kong. (laughs) Yeah, he's preparing for his big fight this year with Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Oh, there you go. Seven cards from <laughs> movie characters to their mums. That's brilliant. That that's one of my one of my favourite quizzes I think we've done. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, good. Please. <laughs> right then. Moving on to our final feature, which of course is 
So, what is What's My Name Again about, Dave? What's My Name Again is where we pick an um, actor from uh, the other person's number one film, and that actor has no name. It has, it's a credited role, but it has, their character has no, no name in that, in that film. And we delve into their career a little bit and find out a little bit more about them. So my number one film was A Quiet Place. And I've gone for an actress called Rhoda Pell. Now, A Quiet Place doesn't have that many characters in, which makes it somewhat difficult. But Rhoda Pell played Old Man's Dead Wife. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> I mean... For names for, for actors that don't have names, that one's a pretty big one in it. Old man's <laughs> dead wife. Pretty strong, pretty strong. And good old Rhoda, she has had a bit of an epic career. And I'm going to make some assumptions about Rhoda here. So she's got 280 acting credits. She's 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 an older lady, but yep. her acting credits start in 2005 so just 16 short years ago i think that old rhoda got into got into playing extras in movies maybe she lives near a movie studio when she retired because she of these 280 roles i'd say 90 percent of them are perfect candidates for what's my name again so she's I mean, played none. She's played. I was going to say top five movie nuns. None yeah. number two. None foo. Absolutely. She's played fan. She's played mental institution patient. She's played elderly woman. Mission control auntie. I did. I did. There's there's a film called Socket, um, which looks very, which doesn't look like a film um, that people should be searching out for. It's <laughs> the, the tagline is plug in, get off. So I'm not not entirely sure about that. <laughs> And I won't search that on my work laptop. She plays OR nurse, but I read it as or nurse. <laughs> and I was like, right, so so like, is there another character that she's like that she has to walk around with the whole time? So yeah, OR nurse. She's, these, these are great. Yeah, she, she's got pretty much 200 odd just of these random roles. We, for what's my name again, me and you love a career extra. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love oh, yeah. a career extra. Just someone who's just rocking up and and you know getting involved as church lady. Thomas's mum. There's some of my favourites. There you go. There's, there's, <laughs> your, there's your mum. Thomas's mum. Confused pedestrian. Confused pedestrian. Brilliant. These are these are it. So that's that's who you need to be looking for. You need to be looking for Rhoda Pell. Rhoda Pell. Feuding neighbour number two in a solution, isn't it? She's done a lot of short films. She has. She has. But she's also, you know, she's in so that she, her career proper kicks off in like 2013, I'd say, is when it's when she gets to be like, looks like she's actually taken on big roles in films that you'd know. So like mm-hmm. Saving Mr. Banks, she's Mrs. Bell Hatchet in that. Yeah. She's a patient in, in Lou the Champ. Fifty Shades of Grey Gardens, she's a mother in that. Yeah. Yeah, so... 
absolutely solid choice. There you go. So, yeah. So, as always, so what I love about your choice as well for A Quiet Place, okay, is you've picked an extra that clearly just had to lay there dead. Yeah. So yep. she didn't even, have a, didn't even have much to do in A Quiet Place um, for that part. But it, when you are sat with your loved one, snuggled up on the sofa saying, let's, let's, let's watch a film about a really good mum. And you pop on A Quiet Place for Mother's Day, obviously. And you see the old man's dead wife. I want you to nudge the person. I want you to nudge your mum. You're sat there watching it with. Nudge your mum. <laughs> Easy. And say, that's Rhoda Pell, who's really famous for playing a sunset clubber in the movie Woggy. <laughs> yeah. We do like uh, that, to think some of our What's My Name Agains are going to be future Oscar winners. What do we think of Rhoda Pell's chances? I'm not confident. Looking at her upcoming roles. No? Not confident. I mean, she's in a quiet place too, surely. Oh. Uh, no room, no room for an old man's dead wife. <laughs> I ain't watching it. No. No. Now I'm worried that Rhoda Pell's read the script for A Quiet Place too, and so I'm not coming back. This is <laughs> Possibly. I'm not, Possibly. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Iconic role. I'm. I'm. I i can not be a part of this. No, let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> right then, it's time for the plugs. Oh, good. If you're enjoying that movie list podcast, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to follow. Be sure to rate. Be sure to review. Every single time you rate and review, it puts us on the radar for iTunes. It means more people find us bumps us off charts and all the rest of it. So if you could just find the time now to just give us five stars and just write a couple of nice things about us, that would be massively appreciated. So if you could do that for us now, that would be amazing. And be sure to subscribe to make sure that you never miss an episode. We're here every two weeks with some very, very random lists. Again, pre-record this. I know, no, but I quite, I think people appreciate the awkwardness and actually I was, I was going for sincere I thought, ah, oh, Dave's letting me be really sincere with this bit. And then you uh, did a classic Dave and undercut me perfectly. Well, so, well you uh, seem to be delivering it quite well. So yeah, I just I wanted, know, to, highlight, really, I just wanted to highlight that this isn't pre-recorded. <laughs> carry on, oh, Ben. You carry you. on. Oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, as you were making sure people didn't think, oh, he's, he's thrown it in. No, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the mum special. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, this isn't pre-recorded. I was also I making sure that you uh, didn't use this as your recorded version of it just for future. Oh, well, you've really helped me out there. No, I really appreciate that. Yeah, keep me on my toes. Welcome. Thanks for that. You're um, welcome. So if you want to get involved with uh, letting us know about other lists that we could possibly do, uh, our most popular one is still Top 5 Exoskeletons, which we did as like episode three, and it's really random. It's got so really? many downloads. It's got so many people that go back to that episode. I've never been back to that episode. I don't know if we, me and you are particularly entertaining in that one, but scientists, big scientist follow audience. Closely. It will be. It's our big scientist. Yeah, absolutely. It's cl followed closely by top five movie Daves as well. That stands to reason. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's why I'm not doing a top five movie Ben's because I know for a fact it won't like it'll have zero <laughs> downloads and it'll just be even more. Um, if you want to suggest better lists than top five movie Daves and top five movie Ben's, then um, be sure to find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for that movie list podcast. And then have a look at the other podcasts on the Views and the Sofa Network. 
um, including from the canvas, the team sheet, and the wrestling predict cast. But you will have heard adverts for all of those. There we go. That that was plugtastic. Wow, that was pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm getting better. Like thirty episodes in, and, and, and an abundance <laughs> of podcasts that I usually have to do plugs for. So you think I'd be better at it? You would, but here we are. <laughs> Say goodbye, Dave. See you then. The Wrestling Predict Cast is a podcast like no other. Each episode, the Predict Cast team discusses, debates, and predicts the outcomes of upcoming WWE pay per views in an ongoing competition. What is so unique, you ask? This is an interactive podcast where you can go head to head with us and your fellow wrestling fans with a chance to win WWE merch each episode. Just search the Wrestling Predict Cast, subscribe, and take part for your chance to prove your WWE knowledge and fandom dominance. That's the Wrestling Predict Cast, wherever you get your podcasts.